give you the praise and we'll give you the glory this morning. We know that it, it, we don't have to question, is that you, Lord? Is that you that is speaking, that we're hearing your voice? So I pray for those that are joining us on YouTube uh, this morning, that you would hear the voice of the Lord, even in this midst of the pandemic around the world, even in the midst of your lack, even in the midst of the darkness that has come to your nation, that the voice of the Lord is not silent, that he's still speaking. And we have to just quiet ourselves. The, uh, the Bible says that Elijah went to the cave. Uh, uh, cave. It wasn't in the thunder. It wasn't in the earthquake. It wasn't in the noise. It was in the still, small voice of the Lord where he heard, heard his voice. So, Father, I thank you for this word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Opening scriptures, Malachi 4, verse 5. says, See, I will send you the prophet Elijah... Before the great dreadful day of the Lord comes, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, or else I will come and strike the land with a curse. One of the signs was uh, that Elijah would come, and, and we know that uh, Jesus said that Elijah did come in the form of John the Baptist, uh, that he came preaching, turning the men, hearts of the fathers back to the children. And, uh, but there's a spirit of Elijah uh, that's going to come, many believe, the theologians believe, will come in this end time. That, that one of the two witnesses, we're, we're very close to seeing the two witnesses. Very close to them coming on the earth. And the Bible says these two witnesses, the fire will come out of their mouth. And, and, and uh, uh, whatever, whoever tried to hurt them will be hurt with the same thing that they tried to hurt them with. Uh, so these two witnesses are going to be preaching around the earth alongside at the end, toward the end of this thing, the three angels, the four angels of the heaven, uh, the four corners of heaven will begin to flow through the earth and people will see them in the sky and they will be preaching, repent for the king of kings and the Lord of lords is at hand and telling people to repent. See, God is so merciful, he's going to give them one last second, one last chance to repent. They're going to see, they're going to see the angels in the sky. And you, you know what the deceiver is going to say? Oh, they're just holograms in the sky. So you need to know that the enemy got a plan too. I'm going to read Romans 8, verse 14 and 15. It says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. For the Spirit which you now have received is not a spirit of slavery to put you once more in bondage to fear. But you have received the adoption, the Spirit producing sonship, in the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father. So you've been adopted. That means that if you're adopted, you get everything that's in the house. Belongs to you. Amen? Yep. You're part of the family. Amen? Yep. You're not an outcast. So you come say, but we're led by the Spirit. So if we're led by the Spirit, we need to be able to hear Him. Verse 16 of Romans 8 says, The Spirit Himself testifies with our own spirit, assuring us, that we are children of God. When we repent of our sins and we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we know inside, we know that we know that we know that we know that we're saved. We know that we know that we know that we're going to heaven. We know that we know that we have eternal life. There is an activation or that God gene in you is activated and you begin to know that you're saved. So the devil can't take that away from you. 
Now John 15 verse 26 talks about the comforter. He said, but when the comforter, mm -hmm. he's your counselor, yeah. your helper, advocate, your intercessor. I was in prayer and, and all of a sudden I spoke out. That, well, that, that was the Holy Spirit speaking. The strengthener. I know my Lord lives and I know I'm going to stand and I know I'm going to overcome. And my standby who comes, whom I will send. And I, I was preaching, teaching yesterday when he said, see him, I taught you that that means the Holy Spirit is apostolic. He was a sent one by God. He sent the spirit of truth. How do we overcome in this end time? We have the spirit of truth on the inside yes. who comes and proceeds from the father. He himself will testify regarding me. He proceeds from the Father. He just doesn't come one time. He's constantly in communication with the Father, constantly coming back and forth to the Father, constantly giving instructions, uh, meeting with the Father and the Son, and they're mapping out what needs to be done in the earth. But you will testify me and be my witnesses because you have been with me from the beginning. So... You can hear the voice of the Lord because you are filled with the Spirit of God. And he will speak to you. The hardest, as I said, the one thing that God needs is our tongue. Yes. Tongue sets hell on fire. Your tongue can start a, a fight, strife, contention, and argument in a minute. Amen? It don't take but a second. The next thing you are, and the devil's got you throwing rocks at each other. Yeah. And you can't hear God's voice. I mean, calling each other name, call him bald head, call her fat, call her just. <laughs> and so he takes away, we hear the other voice instead of hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. But I want to, I'm just laying a foundation so you understand that you are going to hear from God. Matthew 3.16 says, when Jesus was baptized, he went up from once out of the water and behold, the heavens opened. And he, John, saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, alighting on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son. Hear ye him, whom I delight in. Let me get to my uh, other notes, because I'm missing some stuff here. I was wondering, where are my notes at? I had it here. Amen. So the Spirit of God is, 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 is sending out a cry. It's a spiritual transmission coming out of heaven. Heaven broadcasts 24 hours a day. God is speaking 24 hours a day. A lot of posts that I post, I'm just listening to heaven radio. I'm just thinking, okay, God, that's what you're saying. This, uh, you know, God's speaking all the time, all day long. The Holy Spirit is speaking every day. It's a, it's a, the, the spirit, the cry of the spirit proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It proceeds out of his mouth. And, and, and a, a one radio can receive hundreds of stations. Is that right? You listen to the radio, you just turn the dial. You just turn the dial. Turn the dial. So we can receive different messages from the same spirit by God. All depends on what, what radio station. I mean, I got uh, XM radio out in my car and I can listen to gospel. I can listen to country. I can listen to opera. I can listen to all kinds of stuff. All depends on what you listen. But heaven has a, a radio. You can listen to the faith radio station. You can listen to the healing radio station. You can listen to the, 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 the miracle healing station. You can listen to all those stations that is broadcasting from heaven. So we receive many different messages from the Spirit of God, but also giving daily direction. 
That's why we get in prayer daily. So I need daily direction. One of the things I learned very early is I asked the Lord in prayer. I said, now what do I need to accomplish today? And he said, I need you to do this and this. I said, that is, I said that's all? He said, yeah. He said, the rest of it is all whatever you want to do. So I accomplished the two little things. Now one of the things could have been wash the clothes today. Or go to the store today or whatever. Anything else, I can do what I want to do. So that's how I learned. I just listen to God and say, what do you want me to do? I accomplish those things. Anything else is, goes into my account in heaven. You know, that's extra money I'm putting in my account. That way I don't get to doing works. That, it keeps you from doing a whole bunch of work. Oh, I got to go over here. I'm a Christian. I got to go help this person. And I got to go here and I got to go here. No, I'm, I'm going to listen to God and do exactly what he says I need to do for today because he knows exactly what to do. So the spirit receives, our spirit receives the message, the spirit of his son in our hearts, for we've been adopted by the Holy Spirit. Amen? So if, you, if, if we seek to locate our connection in the spirit for ministry, we find our way by the cry of the spirit. As I said, the word proceeds from the comforter. He said in John 5, 15, 16, it proceeds from. So how will we know when and where to call on my father or receive men as my sons in the ministry. Spiritual knowledge is more than feeling or a strong emotional bonding. It's a sure declaration of the will of God. How do I know what church to go to? How do I know where to be? Well, how do I know what minister to be under? How do I? It's by led by the Holy Spirit. He leads us and guides us to where we need to receive sustenance in our time of growth in ministry. So we got to be sure that we hear the voice of the Father in heaven before we acknowledge, even in ministry, fatherhood. I've had people around the world say, I want you to be my spiritual father. I don't even know you. I don't know who taught you. I don't know who ordained you. Uh, you want me to mentor you, and you saying you're an apostle? Who, who, who pushed you out there? You know, i got to know these answers. Is it? Because for me to cover somebody, that means i got to take on their devils. I gotta take on your devils because you're a member of this church. I gotta take on your demons in the spirit realm. They attack me first before they attack you. I'm the block. I'm your covering. And so the devil hits you. So when I tell you something, you better listen. Listen. God's trying to tell you something, is what you call to say. So the truth is, your spiritual father or your fathers in ministry are not chosen from a directory or brought from a catalog or on the internet. It's not. You're not found by tracing back your spiritual uh, uh, genesis for the one who brought you or got you saved. That may not be your spiritual father. A father's not choosing from your favorite selection of teachers uh, or, or preachers and, of course, uh, uh, a source of help in your life. I remember, it was about 10, 15 years ago when Leroy Thompson came out. It was about 20 years now. It's been about 20 years. And uh, uh, I, I was... I was they were preaching about beyond the covering and stuff, and you know, I was I came out from under covering because God told me to separate myself from under Apostle Eckhart because he had something for me to do myself, and and uh, we were seeking a covering. You know, I was thinking, though, I say, is it is it Bill Winston? Should he be my covering? Then uh, I sent a letter to Leroy Thompson and said, I think you're supposed to be, a spirit. and God blocked all of that. He said, No. He said, I'm your covering. He said, You're a tree. You're not a branch. You'll be a tree that others come under. 
and and be there. And so you have to listen to the Lord, because because uh, you know sometimes you can uh, get before the Lord and get the wrong, get in the wrong place and the wrong get associated with the wrong people. So the ability to speak eloquent words and 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 share information is not the foundation of father and sonship and daughter of sonship. Sonship is not predicated on uh, on the choices of man, but on the voice of God. So you got to know God leads you. If He leads you here, stay here. Get some teaching. I've had people come and say, oh, the Lord sent me here to help you. I said, no, he didn't. He sent, me, he sent you here for you to get delivered. Now get a bucket and sit down. <laughs> he didn't send you here to help me. I don't need your help. The Holy Ghost don't need your help. He sent me to be a deliverer. I'm a deliverer. I don't need your help. God said, I want you to deliver my people. He said, I don't need you. I don't want, you don't need help. I, I, I'll take care of you. You take care of my people. And so when people say, I need to send me to help you. Well, that's fine. Well, get the bucket first. So I know you got all your demons out. <laughs> Hallelujah. God himself spoke his testimony on the witness stand. The Bible says a true witness delivers souls. In the court of law of witnesses, must swear to tell the truth. A witness got to tell. I, I tell. I swear on, on the Bible that I had to tell the truth. So before God took the witness stand to declare His word into earth, He took an oath in Hebrews chapter six, verse thirteen. A true witness. Hebrews six thirteen says, "For when God made His promise to Abraham, He swore by Himself, since He had no greater to whom to swear, saying, blessing." I certainly will bless you and multiply. I will multiply you. And so it was that Abraham, having waited long and endured patiently, realized and obtained in the birth of Isaac as a pledge of what was to come, what God had promised him. Verse 16 says, Men indeed swear by a greater than themselves. And with them in all disputes, the oath taken for confirmation is final. It ends the strike. I, I, I swear I'm telling you the truth. They shot at the car. I said, oh, I, you know, I didn't hit them. They hit me. I didn't, hit I didn't wreck your car. They hit me. I tell the truth. Accordingly, God also, verse 17, in his desire to show more convincingly and beyond doubt to those who were to inherit the promise of the unchangeableness of his purpose and plan, intervened, mediated, with an oath. God said, verse 18, this was so that by two unchangeable things, his promise and his oath, God made a promise to Abraham, he said, I swear I'm going to do this for you. Which is, it is impossible for God to ever prove false or deceive us. So when God tells you something, he's not lying to you. We who have fled to him for refuge might have mighty indwelling strength and strong encouragement to grasp and hold fast the hope appointed for us and set before us. God said, I, I swear that I've got a mansion for you. I'll go make a place for you. If I was lying, I would tell you I'm not lying. He said, I'm going to give you a down payment on the blessing that belongs to you. The down payment is the Holy Ghost. He is your down payment of the promise that I have that I made a place for you in heaven, a glorious place in you in heaven, and you'll be with me with houses and land and super in this lifetime. I promise, I promise, I promise, and you can hold on to that promise. 
And how many know that God has brought us a long way with the promises of God? It didn't look like long endurance and patience. We are patiently waiting, but we see the blessings. He leaves handfuls of blessings to keep us coming forward, to keep us uh, 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 focused on him. So he can't lie. He's not a man that he should lie. So God would never lie. And why does God want, it, want you to hear his voice? God will speak the promise to himself in heaven. Then speak to the person receiving the promise in the earth. And how does he do that? This is the meaning of two immutable things. In Genesis 22, verse 11, if you go there, you'll see it. A promise is spoken to those on earth, and an oath is made to himself in heaven. So, if you look at Genesis 22, verse 11, he says, But the angel of the Lord called unto him from heaven and said, Now God had told Abraham, I'm going to give you the promise. You're going to have a son. He said, I gave you the promise. Now I want to find out whether you're going to be obedient or not. Give him back to me. Take him up on the mountain and, and sacrifice him back to me. Now wait a minute, now God, you said my son, my seed will be as the seed of the, if I can count the seed, the sand on the seashore, that's how many children, generations I might have. Now this is my only boy here. <laughs> you, want me, you want me to take him and get him? He said, I'm going to bleed you by faith. Because you're a God that you can't lie. And so in verse 22, it said, God called him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He answered, here I am. He said, don't lay the hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear and revere me. See, God, see, we, God, sometimes he don't know whether we really fear him. Or we, oh, I'm so sorry. I got, I'm in sin, Lord, I forgive me. And we crying and weeping and coming on the altar crying and weeping. And God said, okay, I'm going to forgive you. But I don't know if you really mean it or not because you just got a lot of snot running down. I don't know if that's true or not. You may be crying because you got caught. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to deal with you. Amen. Let me see if I can give me that back first. You ever did it with your children? You know, you bought them something and they got that old raggedy dial and you got a new dial, but they don't want to give up the old raggedy dial so you can give them the new dial. Yeah. So you got to hide the old raggedy dial. Amen. Some of us are like that. They had to hide your sippy cup because you wouldn't want to drink out the cup. <laughs> They had to hide your favorite bottle because you didn't want, because you, you know, you had, you had made the hole just right because you were chewing on that hole, on that bottle until it got big enough so you could suck everything out that you. <laughs> I'm going way back. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, Don't lay hands on that child since you have not held back from me and begrudged me, giving me your only son. So he spoke in heaven. He said, I promise this. And he spoke on earth the name twice. And so when the father needs to be heard during a time of great transition, God will call a man on earth twice. He'll speak your name twice when he wants to give you instruction. He wanted to change Abraham's obedience and rescue the promise that he made to him. If God wants to call for a deliverer to rescue his people, he'll speak his name twice. In Exodus 3 and 4, we heard, we read that, that Moses, uh, uh, he was in the wilderness, and, he, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside, God called him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. He said, here am I. So when God calls, you say, Lord, here I is. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what you want, but here I am. 
when God wants to raise up a, a, a true prophetic voice in 1 Samuel 3, and the Lord came and stood and called other time, Samuel, Samuel. He said it twice. I'm affirming this in heaven, and I'm affirming this in earth. He said, then the answer says, speak, thy servant hear. And the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do a thing in Israel in which both the ears of everyone that hear shall tingle. He gave him instruction. He said, something getting ready to happen. So when God calls you, he gives you a direction also. So you got to listen to the voice of the Lord when he calls you. When the, when the uh, temple is rebuilt after years of captivity, God instructs Zerubbabel to install the headstrong. And he said in verse 4 of Zechariah 4 and 7, he said, Who art thou, O mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with crying, shouting, Grace, grace unto it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel, then he gave an instruction, The hands of Zerubbabel shall lay the foundation, his hands also shall finish it, and thou shalt know that the Lord thy God has sent me unto thee. So when God gives you something, you need to speak it twice. Hey, I speak this twice in the earth realm, and I speak it in the heavenlies. What's I bind on earth is bound in heaven. So you're speaking and affirming it in the heavenlies, and you're affirming it in the earth realm. When God speaks to us, he's telling us, I'm doing it. He said, as it is in heaven, so let it be on earth. I've already blessed you in heaven. You already won. Let it be on earth. You already won. But I can't see it. Don't worry about it. Up here, it's done. Amen. The movie is already finished. You're just watching the rewind. You're just watching the tape. <laughs> Amen. It's over with. It's done. It's finished. When Jesus spoke, he always said, verily, verily. So I'm establishing it on earth and I'm establishing this word in heaven. Luke 22, 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Behold, Satan desires to have you that he may shift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith fail not and that thou art converted. When you are converted, strengthen thy that brethren. He said, when you're converted, he said, right now, Simon Peter, you cussing. You still cussing. You cuss out everybody. You cuss. They say, ain't you with him? I don't know the man. Who, me? Jesus spoke that before Peter cussed. He said, you're going to cuss me before the night is over with. No, not me. I would never do that. Yeah, right. The heart is wicked and no man can know it. Amen. He said, but when you're converted, now you strengthen everybody else. He gave him a prophetic word. He said, you're going to be converted. He, they didn't understand what was going on. He didn't, he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> he, he, so, so when the word was made flesh, the word of the father, he says, verily, verily. He said, Satan wants to shift you. Then in Luke 22, verse 31, he said, but I prayed for you. I prayed for you. And verse 33 says, he said to him, I'm ready to go with you into prison and to death. And he said, Peter, the clock going to crow three times and you're going to deny me three times. You don't know what you're talking about. You ain't even act like you don't even know me. God and fed you and clothed you. And showed you miracles, signs, and wonders. You gonna act like you don't even know me. That's what happened to Trump. We don't know him. Who? Trump? Who? I, Trump, I ain't on Trump's side. Right. I don't know him. I'm jumping off this ship. I don't know. Yeah, I ain't with him. Remember, I told you that happened with uh, uh, Adonijah when he tried to make himself king, and he had a, he had a big banquet with all his friends and invited them all in. 
And when they heard the shout that, that uh, 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 Solomon was made king, everybody said, hey, excuse me, I got to go. All of them left the banquet and ran. I ain't with him. I don't know nothing about him. Who, me? I wasn't there. You see it on TV. Got on horns. I, wasn't, I was there. I was just taking pictures. <laughs> Everybody's got an excuse. I was just, I was just there in the, in the House of Representatives taking pictures. I want to make sure nobody got hurt. Yeah, right. God will speak twice even to stop the mad Pharisee. His name was Saul at the time. Took God turned him into Paul. Acts 9.4. And he fell on the earth and heard the voice saying, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? He knocked Saul off the horse to get his attention. Peter was in the flesh and he didn't understand the prophetic. When God claims someone as his child of the kingdom, he sends his spirit into the heart to cry a double name, Abba, Father, into the name. In heaven and in earth, a witness is given by his voice. When God, the voice of God and the voice of Jesus are different. When God speaks, you, 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 you won't do nothing. <laughs> You just stand there. <laughs> oh. When Jesus speaks, it's a little different. These are a little, little bit different. I've heard Jesus get mad, though. I've seen Jesus get mad. Oh, you don't get mad. You don't. Ooh. I saw him whoop some pastors. Kapaya! Ooh. Jesus. You don't think they're going to get whooped? Yeah. yeah. like thunder <laughs> hallelujah so God speaks from heaven and says Abraham Hagram because the circumstance was out of control sometimes when things get out of control God got to speak twice to get your attention there's no way Abraham could understand why God would want a human sacrifice and then not want him unless alignment with the father in heaven was made by Abraham sovereignly by God his seed promise would die stay your hand don't move Saul of Tarsus, Tarsus, he didn't hear a poem. <laughs> three fast, three slow, take up the offering, away we go. God intervened by knocking him to the ground. Sometimes God got to knock you down to get your attention. Sometimes I've had to pray for God, Lord, break their leg if you have to. Don't kill them, but break their leg yeah. Yeah. to get their attention. You land up in the house with your leg broken and had a car accident. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, God had to break your leg to keep you. That's what the shepherds would do when the sheep would wander. And he kept wandering. He'd take that sheep and break his leg. Then he couldn't wander no more. Or take a rope and tie their feet, two front feet together. Over in Africa, that's what they do. They tie, they tie uh, their two front feet together. Jesus. Put a little stick in it. They can't, they can't walk. They can't wander. They can't run. So, Shiloh was full of iniquity. Phineas and Hopney, the sons of Belial, had stored the glory of God. God intervened before the lights went out in the temple. So he said, Samuel, Samuel, I'm going to make their ears itch. And their ears did itch because the enemy came and they ran out there with the Ark of the Covenant. And the Bible says they went to battle and the Ark of the Covenant was taken. Eli heard it and fell over backward and broke his neck. And who was, uh, was, who was that who was pregnant? Had the baby and called the baby Ichabod, and she died. 
that the glory has departed from the house of the Lord. So God thunders in your spirit. You know it's a connection from God. When he speaks in your spirit, this spiritual knowledge, when you hear the voice of God, you know you're not being lied to, that he cannot lie. If you bear witness of one, it may not be the truth, but the witness of two, everything is established. If God speaks to you that he's going to heal you, he's going to heal you. Well, I'm still waiting three months now. And I still ain't Don't worry about it. You're going to be healed. Amen. He said, if you don't suffer with me, how are you going to reign with me? John 5, verse 31. Jesus said, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. But there's another that bear witness of me. And I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. You sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. Verse 37 says, the Father himself hath sent me, hath borne witness of me. You neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his shape. And you have not heard, not his word abiding in you for whom he sent you believe him, you believe not. So Jesus said, you don't even know God. You can't even hear God. But the ones that know God, they can hear God. And they bear witness of me. They bear witness of me of the signs of one. If you don't believe me for what I say, believe me for the works that I'm doing. Miracles, the blind see, the deaf hear, and the dumb talk. The lame walk. He said, believe that word. Amen? It's abiding in you. You have to watch your word in this hour. Watch what you're saying in it. Jesus said... In uh, Matthew 15, 16, he said, Jesus said, are you yet without understanding? Do you not yet understand whosoever, in, whatever enters your mouth, go up into the belly, and is cast out in the drop, you put it out. But those things that proceed out of the mouth come forth from your heart. And they defile the man. So whatever's coming out of your house, you arguing, you ain't this, that's in your heart. I can't stand you. That's in your heart. I hate yeah, that. Yeah. That's in your heart. Yeah. Well, I didn't speak it. You don't have to speak it. You got them curse words running through your mind. If I was a Christian, I'd tell you something. Them curse words are still in your mind. That's still a demon in there giving you those thoughts. That's still a demon in here telling you what to say and you say it and reacting because what the flesh will react with is hurt when somebody attacks it. I'm going to attack you back. Jesus said, I ain't got to bear witness of myself. I'm going to keep my, hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battles. Amen. Watch the words coming out of your mouth. They locate where you are. I can locate where you are. Well, I, I don't know, Pastor. I need prayer again. Well, didn't I give you scriptures last week on healing? Yeah, but didn't you, you must have didn't read them. No, I didn't read them. But I just want prayer. Just keep going. Every Sunday I'm going to come back to prayer because I don't believe it myself. You got to have, watch what comes out of your mouth. Proceeding word from God can't be argued with. When I speak scriptures to you, you're trying to argue with me. You're trying to have a fight with me. And I'm saying, soft answer turns away wrath. I think on these things, what is good, what is lovely, what is good. Go on, cuss if you want to cuss. I'm thinking on the good things. You can't answer that. How are you going to fight with somebody that don't want to fight with you? How are they going to fight with the word of God if you're speaking the word of God? When you're speaking the word, they, they can't fight with you. Genesis 24, 49 says, Now, if you be kind, deal truly, kindly and truly with my master, tell me. If not, tell me. Then I may turn to the right hand or to the left. 
Remember I told you last week about Abraham sent his servants to find Rebecca, find a wife for Rebecca, and he put a fleece out, said, uh, uh, let her come and feed my camels and give me something to drink and, and, feed, and take care of my camels and stuff. And, 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 and she did what he asked the Lord to do. And, and so he put diamonds and gold. That was a type of Christ, the bride of Christ. He was coming for a bride and never seen the husbandman. She said, I'm going to go wherever you say go. I seen the bling. I'm going with you. Praise God. Bling me up. Amen. <laughs> put a gold on my ears and you on, uh, hey, that's 10 carats. Glory to God. I don't care how ugly he is. I'm going to marry him. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> then Laban and Beathel answered and said, This thing proceedeth from God. We cannot speak good or bad. Because I know, I know his sermon says, I put this fleece out. Asked the Lord to do her, have somebody do specifically this, and she did it. Lady said, "I can't touch that." Yeah. He said, "Behold, Rebecca is before you. Take her and go, and let her be my master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken." Now you need to understand that Laban got some stuff too. Eliezer brought some stuff for him too, and gave him all kind. And in fact, Eliezer kept him for three days. He kept trying to get him drunk. To keep him longer and longer. He said, I gotta go back to the master now. He said, Take her and go. Take her and go. The preceding word. I want you to understand the preceding words are what coming out of your mouth and how we speak it in this hour is so important. Because we're speaking. If you notice, as I prophesied that this is a year, the mouth of the pay of what you speak. Don't speak negative, speak positive. The church is to speak negative, positive things, speak, speak. Guess what's happening? They're trying to stifle our speech. The enemy has come with the mainstream media, uh, social media, everything's cutting down and shutting down the voice, the prophetic voice or the voice of the Lord so they can roar louder than the lion of Judah is roaring. See, Satan goes around as a lion roaring, seeking he may devour. And so the demons are roaring and shouting louder. Look at us, we control it. You're, you're an insurrection. No, no, no. But the body, they want to shut us down. But we got to keep speaking. Matthew 4 and 4. He has to say this written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth. Constantly coming out of the mouth of the God. And, and Revelation 11 and 5. If any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devour their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. Revelation 4 and 5. Out of the throne proceedeth, proceedeth lightnings and thundering and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. And there are seven spirits of God. Out of the throne proceedeth lightning. There's thunder and lightning and voices and everything all day long in heaven. It's, God is speaking. The angels are speaking. Holy, holy, holy. Awesome glory and honor. Oh, look how magnificent it is. And God moves his finger and the angels go flying. I mean, he's so huge. The angels go. If God just moves his garment and a little swish, the angels go flying everywhere. Just power just emanates from God. He's a big God. And we're worrying about this little old Democratic Party. Please, please. I have a big, big God. Yes. He is bigger than the, and create the universe, and he's small enough to be inside us. Yes. Figure that out. Mm -hmm. He's smaller. He can be smaller than a, the atom mm -hmm. and be in us. But he's big enough to take care of the whole universe and create. And do you know the universe is still expanding? It's still proceeding. 
We think we're the only one that God made. God made thousands of different creatures and creations everywhere. everywhere. Revelation 22 and 1. He showed me a pure widow of, of the water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God. This thing is proceeding. It's come, the, the healing is proceeding. It's constantly flowing. You can get the healing water of God out of your belly. So for rivers of living water, he's giving you the spirit on the inside. Your healing is already in there. You just need to dip down in that river. I don't know what I'm saying, but the spirit knows what I'm saying, and it returned it back to my bosom. My spirit is crying out, hey, this body's got cancer in it. Will you send some healing down and take care of this physical body? Amen. <laughs> That's why, hey, hey, don't you, I know you're up there. I know you hear me because I'm your son. And I'm crying out to you. You know, when you start crying, there's different cries. You know, when you get that, 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 that hurt, that cry that when you fell out the bed and hit your head on the floor when you was a baby, that kind of cry. Your mama heard that, pew, come running quick. And then she come running, hey, something wrong with the baby, quick, pew. That's what God is. He's like that. When we start crying like that, God said, I got to go see about my son, my daughter. Amen? In another place. In John 8, 13, the Pharisee said, stood, uh, said unto him, Thou bearest record of yourself. Your record ain't true. Jesus answered and said, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know where I came from. You don't know where I came from. And I know where I'm going. But you can't tell where I came from and where I'm going. You judge after the flesh. I judge no man. If you judge, my judgment is true. If I judge, my judgment is true. I'm not alone, but I am my father that sent me. <coughs> It's written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. So my father's one and I'm one. You've got one and your father's a testimony. Y'all true. It's written in your law. I'm the one that bear witness of myself. The father that sent me bear witness of me. How does he do it? He does the signs and wonders and, and miracles by stretching forth his hand to heal the sick. Then he said to him, where's your father? Jesus answered, you don't know me. You don't know my father. If you had known me, you would know my father also. See, the religious people of Jesus' day couldn't see the word of God nor hear the voice of the father of Jesus. That's why they try to shut us down now. They can't hear his voice. You know, the Bible says he would turn them over to a reprobate mind. We're seeing what's happening in our house of representatives. They're being turned over to a reprobate mind. They can't get back to God. They've sold their souls to Satan. It's, it's done for them. They're through. They're going to the pit. They refuse the word of the king and his kingdom connection in their failure to receive the preceding word of the Lord. Jesus said over 15 times in the gospel, he who has ears, let him hear. Let him hear. Jesus' catalyst for the ministry was, this is my son. I'm well pleased. And without that voice from heaven, Jesus would have stayed a carpenter. He had to have affirmation. God will give you affirmation. He affirms you. You're my son. You're my daughter. He blesses you. You got a toenail. You got an ingrown toenail. He heals it. Amen. You got something wrong. God's concerned about that bunion on your toe. He'll heal it. Amen. 
I had a, a what I had, a wart or something on my finger or something like that. And God healed it. God healed it. He was concerned about the little wart on my finger. Healed the thing right up. The perceiving word from the heart of God. The Bible says in Matthew 15, 18, but those things which proceeded out of the mouth come from the heart. They defiled the man. We read about Laban. We read about Rebecca. <clears throat> we read about the proceeding of the Lord. How many minutes I got there? I'm almost done. The preceding word of the Lord cuts. It's the sword of the Lord that cuts your soul. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Two-edged cut you this way and cut you coming back the other way. He said, if I cut you, I'll bandage you back up. If I wound you, I'll heal you. But I got to get down to your soul and your spirit because your soul man is the one who opened up the door to the devil. Your soul man, if Satan can get the soul man and, and, and give, him, uh, give him the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, he says, soul man, uh, Satan is like the, you know, that you used to have in the uh, old days, uh, the cowboy days, they had to get the panhandle, the, the, the guy with the pots and pans on the wagon, and he come with all kind of snake oil and pan, and he's got all kind of stuff on his wagon to attract you, to tantalize you, to get you to buy something. There's something on this wagon you got to have. Oh, you got a, oh, here you got a cough there. Take this snake oil right here, and it's going to take care. It, it's good for everything. Amen. Wash your clothes with it. Amen. <laughs> put it on a burn. Amen. Swing a little bit of it. <laughs> you got hemorrhoids? Put it on there, too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Peter had a preceding word. He's, in in uh, Matthew 16, 17, says, Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon of Jonah, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto you, you are Peter the rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. It never said anything about the White House. We all were, oh, the White House is going down. We're in the church. The gates of hell ain't gonna prevail against us. Now we can go into the White House and try to change things around, but the church, the devil ain't coming up in here. The body of Christ, he can't prevail against us. But the rest of those systems out there, we know Satan is, is there. I've, I've been listening to some of these prophetic words that people have been prophets have been speaking about that, that God's gonna come in and open up the dome of the of the Capitol, and he said he opened up the dome and all kind of Ravens and, and bats flew out of the <laughs> the capital of the dome, and he went to Nancy Pelosi and and rest up and, and dealt with them. And so God's going to deal with these folks, and you don't have to worry about it. He said, "I've given you the keys of the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven." Simon means hearing. Peter is called the Rock, but. He not only can hear the voice of the Father, but he will speak up it upon the earth. He said, I'm going to give you the key. You can speak it. Ezekiel, I'm wrapping it up. We got one minute left. Ezekiel 
spoke a preceding word out of his mouth. He said, I prophesied as I was commanded. And, and I, as I prophesied, there was a noise and there was a shaking and the bones came together and this bone to that bone. And when behold, the sinew and flesh came upon them and, and the skin covered them and there was no breath in them. Amen. That's when God gets you saved. You, he, he, he puts sinew and flesh on you, but you need the breath of God to come into you. You need the Holy Spirit to come into you. He said, prophesy to the wind. And he said, I prophesy to the wind. Thus said the Lord, come for winds and breathe. Breathe and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as commanded, and, they, and, and, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, a city in a great army. He saw dead bones, but yet he spoke the word, and life came into those bones, and sinew and flesh came upon him in a great army. And so we, we're here to give a preceding word that God is causing, rising up an army right now with red boots on him, covered in the blood of Jesus, to step on every serpent and scorpion and every unclean thing in the earth realm. Know that God has come, and you ought to hear his voice. He'll tell you, even in the time of darkness, God's going to say, the Lord said he's going to bring darkness upon the earth, and you're going to be in a dark place where he'll be able to speak to you and speak to your heart. And you'll hear the voice of the Lord in your home, in your house, when it becomes dark. Even if the power goes out and electricity goes out in the earth realm, God said, I'll speak to this people. And they'll hear my voice. Even as the children of Israel, they were in days of darkness. When God called darkness to come on Israel, they couldn't see their hand in front of their face. It was so dark. God said out loud, listen, I don't know, I'm, I don't know whether these next 10 years are going to be one year of a plague each year, a different type of plague each year, or whether God's going to do it all at one time. But we're seeing the book of Exodus being acted out and played out in the earth right now. Right now, we're seeing the plague. And God said, I'm going to harden the heart of Pelosi. I'm going to harden the heart of Biden. I'm going to harden the heart of these politicians. I'm going to harden the heart of these spirits. I'm going to exact vengeance and justice upon them uh, for my people. So God said, I'm going to harden their hearts and harden them. So don't, you can see the resisting. No, we don't want to hear the truth about the election. We don't care if we stole it. We are not going to listen to you. We are hardening our hearts. Whether the truth or not, we don't care about the truth. We're bound by the enemy, and we're going to have our way. We're going to, be, we're going to have our way on it. Praise God. Give the Lord a hand. I'm going to stop right there. Hallelujah. So get ready for a preceding word from God. You speak a preceding word. Speak it twice. Oh, that's good. Speak it twice. One for earth and one for heaven. I want to make, make sure that God hears me. I'm going to speak it twice. Yes. By his stripes I've been healed. By his stripes I was healed. Amen. I'm, I'm speaking it twice in heaven. I'm speaking it on the earth. Amen. I'm declaring it. God said, you watch over your word to perform it. Now perform it in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. It's done. Your faith level. Listen, this spirit man has got a lot of power in it right now. And we got to learn how to release this spirit man in the earth realm. They can't block this spirit man. Amen? Amen. If a demon can be in you and has enough strength to throw three men across the room, mm -hmm. your spirit is just as strong as a demon. Now, we know the angels excel in strength, but demons have a lot of strength. But your spirit man has just as much strength yeah, as a demon yeah, does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got to let that spirit man rise up. You know, when you, you know when that spirit man rises up and says, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of being sick. I'm sick of being tired. And you raise up and make a decision. 
And when you say that's it, that's it. I ain't no more talking about it. Ain't no negotiation about it. I don't want to hear it. I'm through. Finish. Fini. Pack your bags. Go. See you. Don't want to be you. Amen. This chapter is over. Amen. Book is finished. Amen. I am done. I am finished. Amen. It was like Jezebel. Je Jehu, you come for peace? No. I ain't come for no peace. Any of y'all up there, throw her down. Amen. They threw her down. And the Bible says Jehu went into the house and had a happy meal. <laughs> All right. Amen. Amen. Jehu went into the house. And the Bible says he sat down and had a happy meal. Boy, I killed that Jezebel. Give me a supersize it. Give me some fries with this, with this order. Amen. Praise God. All right, I'm going to pray for those that are sick, those of me here. Now, understand, the Bible says, this kind go out not without prayer and fasting. Amen. Is that what the word said? Yep. I'm fasting. You fasting? Mm -hmm. I've been fasting for the last week. I'm ready. You ready? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Give me a mask. It's not for your protection, it's for my protection. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on, put your hands to her, Mary. Lay your hands on your chest. Where, where, two. Father, in the name of Jesus, mm. I command this thing to shrivel up. Yes. We command this to shrivel up. Oh, shit. Yes. In the heavens and in the earth realm, let the doctors find nothing. Hallelujah. Let it be gone in the name of Jesus. Shrink, shrivel up, and die, you tumor. You grow, whatever you are, we curse it. In the name above every name, the name of Jesus of Nazareth, you must go. You must dissipate, disappear, become invisible. Nothing on the x-rays, nothing on the scan. No fear, no worry, no anxiety. Mm -hmm. We trust you, Lord. Yes. Now do it for her. Do it 